Welcome to the Revenge of Podcast, your weekly podcast for all things revenge of and more. My name is Jeff Iser, and joining me as always, I got Miss Coral Brayton. What up, what up? And Joe Myers. Howdy, howdy. We are back. It's been a crazy uh, week. Mm-hmm. It's been a crazy week. Crazy, I mean, it wasn't that crazy of a weekend, but we uh, made it through our Moon Man event. Whew. On the other side. We survived, I think. Um, it was intense, as they always are. Um, I felt a little overwhelmed in a few moments um personally i don't know why you did a good job oh no you did thank you i mean (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it was fun uh i I figured we would take the time uh on this edition of the podcast kind of recap a little behind the scenes shenanigans and uh talk about mr kid cuddy and all that kind of shit um first thing of note go ahead I was just going to say that we actually have some call-ins also from the event. Uh, I know. I'm very excited about that. We had a ton of people call in um, to leave us some voice messages, and we picked the top three to talk to. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard most mm-hmm. of them, but we'll see We'll see what people had to say. Um, I'm excited. It's going to be like a full-on radio show. We're going to take callers, you know. Um, Coral's going to show off her girls mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to no one uh, in particular. <laughs> Nobody in this room is going to appreciate it, that's for sure. <laughs> Um, but the first thing I would know of the Kid Cudi event is uh, people started lining up at like 9 a.m. again. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was I didn't get that. Yeah, you know, I got to say, though, there was a very um, there was a distinct difference between the people that came to this event and the people that came to the Scott Pilgrim event. Okay. I would say, yeah. I would say uh, not to poo poo the Scott Pilgrim fans by any means, mm. um, but like everyone seemed pretty chill at this event. Like everyone was like pretty happy to be there and they were like relaxed about it for the most part people weren't like pushing and shoving there was a bunch of people that were trying to like get in that weren't able to get in mm-hmm. um that we had to turn away um one dude there was one moment where i was up at the front um of the line like the point where the line turned into the parking lot mm-hmm. um and this one dude was like he like barreled past me uh, and we're, I was like, where are you going? And he's like, oh, my friend, I'm, you know, I'm just meeting him. And I'm like, do you have an RSVP? And he's like, no, I'm just meeting my friend. And I was like, okay, get out of here. Because that always works. Yeah. <laughs> like, get out of here. But it's that guy. It, it was a guy that's always at our signings. The one with the neck oh. tats. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think I have an idea of who you're, there's like a group. Immediately. Yeah. yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And he's usually pretty nice, but then he tried to barrel through and I was just like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> like, come on. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool though. Uh, you know, we were moving and shaking. We got through the line pretty uh quickly, I would say. Um we you know, we ended up having to stop a little bit early. Yeah. Which was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. We had some people who decided to dip out um before the line was over, but we only had like twenty five people left in line, which was not too bad. And no. I got to say, like, the majority of the people in line weren't that upset about it. The people that Mm -hmm. were, like, next in line um, were pretty upset about it because they were, like, right there. I only had to yell at one person. Oh, you were there for that. I was there for that. I got (laughs) nervous. He may... Oh, never mind. We're not going to talk about that. (laughs) I mean, you could talk about it. This is a behind-the-scenes moment. He got so, like, panicked. Like, it was just, like, a split second. He's just like, my girlfriend's there, my girlfriend. I was like, no shit. She's right next to me. He's like, well, I'm just trying to get there. I was like, you can't get there by going through me. What are you doing? Yeah. He was just so scared. I've never seen such a big man just like, oh, can't go. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, know. Okay. I was trying. To, I, I was like, 
I was like, can we just get through these next couple people? And they were like, no, this mm. person is the last person. And I was like, but there's just some, and they're like, no. And I said, okay, I guess. And then we had to tell everybody. And then that guy was like, but my girlfriend's next. And she was the last. And that I was just like, just go ahead. Yeah, it's fine. They're not going <laughs> to know. Like, whatever. Just sign your name one more time. Just sign your name 25 more times. I mean, to uh, on the other side, I kind of get like, when you're viewed as just a way to add collateral or something yeah. to a project, like we had, <laughs> it was kind of funny, but we, uh, you know, within an hour of the event ending, there was already stuff online on eBay and whatnot. People trying to yeah. resell uh, their signed copies. And that's before getting them graded even. I know. And the problem, like, this is why I don't like doing, I don't love, I love doing celebrations, right? Mm -hmm. And like launch parties. I don't love doing signings because it it brings out the like signing um what do you call them the the people the collector people who like are there specifically to flip the thing yeah you the, know? like the capitalists that's so fucked up yeah. and you whoever took that on our couch immediately <laughs> you're shit for that that's the thing is somebody posted an ebay of a signed copy of the exclusive variant uh, they took a picture of it on our sofa mm -hmm. in the front and posted it on eBay, which is insane. Nuts. Um, but, you know, some of them have sold on eBay for up to, like, well, it said for best offer, but there was a $500 one that sold. So yeah. it probably sold for like $350 or something. And those are the ones that aren't graded. Yeah. There's even ones online um, that are going for like $340 that aren't even signed. Yeah, they're not signed, but yeah. someone bought one of those. Yeah. And had I known it would have been like this, I didn't realize we were just printing out $100 bills. We would have had <laughs> twice as many made, mm -hmm. you know, but you never we wouldn't know. Have, we wouldn't have been able to get them all signed. No, but even the unsigned ones. You know what I do think we didn't do a great job of uh, advertising is that there were only 500 copies. Well, we made a distinct um, uh, decision not to say exactly how many there were because mm -hmm. we I think we were nervous about it. But yeah, mm -hmm. there was only 500 copies. So like in the echelon of rare uh number ones it's one of the rarest i mean there are other retailer incentives out there i think like mm -hmm. one or two others mm -hmm. but they're not designed by tristan eaton yeah <laughs> yeah you know they're not uh kid cuddy didn't come anywhere near those ones yeah uh even the unsigned ones um but yeah i thought that was pretty crazy like seeing stuff on ebay and like um just the, the rabid nature around it so that that's the thing that i was kind of like after the fact i was upset for the people that didn't get signatures right away yeah and then i started thinking about it a little bit more and as you see people like turning these things around immediately it does feel kind of gross mm -hmm. and like why should someone yeah spend more time uncomfortable if they're already uncomfortable yeah you know it's a weird it's a weird like catch-22 well that's the thing is like i don't want to um like i don't want to ever whenever this happens where they where we have a m major celebrity and then they cut the line off like i don't want to ever blame them necessarily and this mm -hmm. unless they're being an asshole about it but like i feel like um i gotta put myself in their shoes a little bit and like you know it's understandable i suppose like the edgar wright thing with with scott pilgrim mm -hmm. that was a shit show <laughs> and like that wasn't necessarily his fault. I was I would blame his people and then Netflix especially. But like, um, but uh, I would also blame us because we didn't know how many people were going to show up and we didn't have an RSVP system that time, so we weren't prepared for a thousand people to show up yeah. and and mo majority of them be disappointed. Um, but uh, you know, this one in particular was like, I don't know. I, I, I will also say good on Netflix for 
giving us more of those posters to hand out to people. Oh, 100%. For sure. That yep. was, I yeah. granted, they couldn't be signed or whatnot, but th- we were able to, like, hopefully, you know, extend a little olive branch to people who couldn't get the signature. For sure. And, I mean, the one uh, comment that I got over and over again at the uh, Kid Cudi event was that uh, it was so much more organized than Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we learn. Yeah. We learned. We, we learned also, we grow. We did things the way we wanted to do things this time, you know? Yeah. Um I think that's great because now we know to tell people what works. Yeah, we have sure. we have hard proof that this system works for us and our clients. So yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it ran smooth. The only mm-hmm. thing that bothered me was the amount of like w- with the cameras. It yeah. was like, hey, don't put a camera in his face. And yeah. they just yeah. kept doing that. And I'm like, you're wondering why, like, maybe he's uncomfortable and doesn't want to sign anymore. Yeah. yeah. That it's... was another thing is we told everyone no pictures, but it was like, all right, well, I'm going to, I'm still going to take pictures of him. Just, mm-hmm. I'm not going to pose. And there's people mm-hmm. like doing selfies and shit. And it's like, well, I'm not going to step in and tell them no. Like the bodyguard's right there. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's, it's again, another one of those things that almost, I, I, if you went on eBay and looked at all the things listed, there are people taking photos of Kid Cudi signing things and then putting them on their ebays so yeah. it's like it's... i know and then we uh we were like wouldn't it be nice if we made this like certificate to give everyone and that's like the number one thing with the ebay <laughs> thing they're like see yeah <laughs> it's it's real it will be until until those cgc graded ones come back that's gonna be crazy Oof. uh can we talk about cgc for a second can we talk about the experience we had oh your experience I, that my I... experience <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to Hmm. How do I put this? Like, okay, let's just talk about CGC in general, right? Because okay. there's people out there that probably don't know what CGC is. Yeah. So CGC is, I don't know what it stands for. Uh, comic grading. Uh, bullshit. Yeah, I was like, uh. I don't know. It stands for something, but it's essentially like a way to, um, to, to grade and price, or not price, but to grade um, the quality of something and then seal it. In there, so when you go to resell it, uh, you know that this particular issue of the comic is a nine point eight or, mm-hmm. or a seven or, or whatever. And also, did you get the name? I do love this. Two comic book shop owners are googling CGC. Well, it's because we're not in become, it for they've, that. They've come. I mean, uh, certified grading. No, gar- guarantee. Guarantee just is. A little so you're telling me their name is as convoluted as their system <laughs> that makes oh sense. my god there's so many Look different at the, yeah things. they have so many i mean they just announced they're opening a location in tokyo certified this year. collectibles group in but tokyo. very bottom last certified last guarantee company that's just that's just <laughs> a weird way to spell guarantee I was certified not guarantee company i love it so okay and that's because they do they may have originally started with like coins that's one of the that things sense. that they do forever. Mm. Uh, in the last few years, I mean, they've really kind of upped their services because I think... Yeah. They do everything. You can get like a VHS tape graded. VHS is new. You can get like uh, video games Video now. games. Uh, trading cards is a big one. Yeah. Mm. Like stuff like that. So anyway, it's a way to get your, your memorabilia um, graded and sealed. So then you can then resell it and it's like certified by someone else that yeah. it's a legitimate b is in a specific type of quality and, and yada yada and i mean you can nowadays they have yeah, when you get your items graded you can actually there's a barcode yeah and you can add it to your online account and basically yeah. like track value track shares like yeah, and see who, there's like a yeah. carfax mm. for your certified collectibles yeah so it's all very interesting um it's it's certainly 
an antiquated system of how they're operating, I would say, only because of how, I don't know, it's run by older people, I would imagine. I, The way I would put it is that the uh, the demand, they're trying to protect their name. Yeah. And that's the thing. They There is a chain specific. Okay, so when you send in a comic to be graded, nine times out of ten, you're sending a comic that you you bought off a shelf or you found at a garage sale you're not generally sending in something that's signed Mm -hmm. probably nine times out of ten maybe even one out of a hundred times but um you send that in it takes them a few weeks they check the pages they check the ink they check the cover they check for dings and damages and then they issue you a number on a one to ten scale with uh, a single decimal place so a lot of times you're kind of floating around uh nine six to 10 10 is super rare Mm -hmm. but uh then you get it back and it's locked in at that value it is put into a piece of plastic that keeps it in place that prevents damage that prevents uv damage Mm -hmm. and it it lives in there and that's how it retains its collectability well and so and the whole thing is is that if you get something signed um they have to have like a representative that watches the signature happen and Mm -hmm. then they authenticate that on the spot so that when they go to seal it in the plastic, the, you know that it's got this actual person's signature on there. Mm-hmm. And that's what all the collectors are after. Because if they can get... And every time we've done a signing, people are like, is CGC going to be there? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And up until now, we were just like, no. But then we were like, well, this is a pretty good opportunity to A, have our like our exclusive cover um, uh, uh, slabbed. And yeah. B, have it signed by you know the guy, the super... The creators. Uh, yeah, the creators, and also have that slap. So, like, um, it felt like a good opportunity to finally dip our toe in that water, and it was it was awful. But I will say uh, it went fine. It went mm-hmm. very smooth, actually, like, when we were doing it. But the lead-up to it was, like, um, the dealing with people and, like, all this other stuff. And, and it's not CGC that we dealt with directly. We had mm-hmm. to deal with, like, a third party. Yeah, tell me about that drama. <laughs> I want to hear that. <laughs> I don't want names or anything. We had. A, I would say we had a great experience with our... Uh, authenticator. Authenticator. Yeah, yeah. she was so, awesome. She yeah. held our hand. She made it really Yeah, easy. so I guess the way it works is there has to be a facilitator, which means, like, a, comp- like a third-party company. So, like, we're trying to be our own facilitator uh, at Revenge Of... And then you need an authenticator, which is like a person that like works for the facilitator. So like you would be the authenticator. Joe would be the authenticator at the revenge of, which is the facilitator. Yes. Uh, well, that that might get into a dicey area because they don't necessarily want uh, facilitators and witnesses to. I get a little confused on this. Well, point. whatever. But so, it's three. In, it's like independent bodies. Got it. So anyway, so we ended up hiring this facilitator that, um, or not even hiring because mm-hmm. they're it's their they're the one that makes the money. They make. Yeah. She was making like fifteen dollars every book, and we don't make anything off yeah. of the authentication or any of that. And okay. we don't pay them directly. Everyone, else, all the other people, pay them. So like, I was trying to figure out because we've never done it before. So I was just trying to figure out how it works and what the price was, and it took us. We, it was like two weeks of us asking the facilitator, like, what does this cost per book? And she would give us this crazy list of like all these numbers. And we're like, okay, but like, what does it cost? Are you talking about that really educated woman? Yeah, she was okay. highly <laughs> educated. Um, she was so finally, 
I'm like, okay, like, so it's $90 a book? And she's like, yes, unless blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, but how do they pay for it? And she's like, well, they'll just take the money when they do the signature. And I'm like, but there's no time for that because we only have 20 seconds per person. And she's like, but there's going to be time and you're going to have to take the money. And I'm like, can I take the money at the register and then pay you for it at the end? And she was like, you're trying to pull one over on me wow. and steal my money. Scheming. And it turned into this whole conversation about how I was trying to steal her money. And I was like, listen, lady, I just want you to, I just want to get We just want to be this. able to tell people what a thing costs. Yeah, that's all I want to know. 99% of people coming through this line are going to do one thing. Yeah. And then the authenticator was like, uh, we'll just email a uh, an invoice yeah. afterwards. And I was like, that's what I was saying. And then, but she was like, you're talking about mailing me a check. And I was like, I didn't say anything about a check. Do you not know how to use the internet? You idiot. No, that's what she said. So she said that to me. I asked her how much it costs and she was like, it's either 15 or $20 for something. And I was like, is it 15 or is it 20? And she goes, go on the website. And I was like, what website? What are you talking about? And then when I called her on the phone, she was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know you didn't know how to use the internet. Oh my God. (laughs) And I was about to, I was like, I was in the middle of setting up the whole set. And Uh like, I was already like super stressed out because we're having, um, because it's, we are hours away from opening and having all these people who want to do things. And we still didn't have a number that we could easily tell people. And I mean, this is the part that people don't know about these events is that like, you know, we try to do them like FTB design, which is our company that uh, that does production design and fabrication. Like we kind of foot the bill on a lot of these events because we want to do cool things for the community. And like, you know, we don't charge people for entry and like all this other kind of stuff. So like we try to do it on our end as cheaply as possible, which means um, you know, I don't necessarily have as many hands uh, installing something as I normally would. So we're like rushing and we're having issues with the LED lights and we're having issues with one wall and like the tents and the blah, blah, blah. And so there's like issues going around. And then all of a sudden I got to deal with this lady who won't even tell me how much money her thing is, <laughs> you know, and she's like, well, I'm giving you a deal and it's going to be this. And I'm like, I don't want a deal. I just want you to tell me how much it costs so I can tell our customers who which will then be your customers yeah how much it costs yeah so i don't know at the end of the day we ended up sending off like a hundred and something books again shout out to laura who made that process the authenticator was awesome she did Mm -hmm. a great job she was super helpful um that's all i'll say about that you know yeah uh i'll have her back for sure but um cgc is just i don't know it's not something i really want to mess with we never when we opened we were always like we're not going to sell slabs which are the plastic comic mm-hmm. i mean we have a couple for sale but like literally two but we're not going to get into that whole business and that racket you know it's like a whole other it's a whole other business mm-hmm. that i'm not here for it's just a world that we're not it, it takes a lot although to to be fair now we're gonna send out an email this week about our cgc services that we offer i know <laughs> um, coral's gonna be the um the manager of that a little heads up right now uh Talk. it's gonna be probably submissions on sundays and we'll have a price point for everyone but mm, yeah. bring your books in on sunday a certain scotty roberts who knows things can give you some advice and uh we'll get you all set up what uh coral i want what do you want to talk about from the event what stick stuck uh stuck out to you um, like you said, it was a lot better than the Scott Pilgrim. Way better. <laughs> I I liked everybody. What still, I'm going to say it again, pisses me off was the phones. And there were people asking me, can you take my picture yeah. while I do this? 
I was like, no. And they would ask people that were standing behind the little barriers. Yeah. And they kept handing their phones away. And I was like, can I see that? And she like showed me the phone and I locked it. <laughs> and I was like, whoops. Oops. That was my favorite part. <laughs> um, yeah. We uh, So we held back a couple um, of the exclusive covers. Mm -hmm. Or we, we had a couple left over. Because I, I will say this, like uh, we sold out of RSVPs, right? But there was like probably 60 people that didn't show up. Yeah, which kind of sucks because yeah. there's so many people that were fighting to get the RSVPs mm -hmm. that you know. But we knew it would be like that. I mean, no matter what, it's going to be drop off like that. Yeah. So, and, and I'm glad they didn't show up because they wouldn't have made it through that many people. Uh, turns yeah, out. it would have mm -hmm. been a lot. Yeah. So, um, but we did have some extra covers and we put them online two days after the event, and uh, they went live at noon, and by like twelve oh one, they were sold out. That's crazy. It was crazy. And I mean, we still have a few left that we're probably going to put out. But... And we did the best we could to let everyone know to uh, self-monitor and keep it to one issue per person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I think everyone understood and when we had to cancel or change. Everyone yeah. was very understanding. So Yeah. But like I said, had I known that we would just be printing money, I would have printed more money. Right. <laughs> God damn it. Um, all right. So we took a couple of calls. We had... Uh, so... I'm going to keep trying to publicize this, but we have a uh, way for people to like essentially call in to the mm -hmm. podcast, um, which is super fun. And we're going to, um, you know, hopefully get more of these throughout the episodes. I'd love to have like one or two callers per episode, honestly. But so we had a couple of callers uh, send in their thoughts about um, the event. So let's take the first call. All right. First up is Hunter. The Moon Man event was really cool. Just Kid Cuddy entering the comic book creation space. It's pretty reassuring from a creative standpoint. And so far as a couple of years ago, I put together this comic book album hybrid and I'm going to be printing it officially here in a few days. But whenever you got ADHD and you're like making things, if you're not a hundred percent in the moment, you just do not want to do it and you just want to avoid it at all costs. But Seeing him talk about it that night was, that got me back in the moment. So I really needed it. And also the comic book is good too. <laughs> but yeah, super grateful you guys put that event on. And uh, yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Wow. That was, yeah, right? <laughs> you know, uh, I got to commend that guy for like uh, plugging his stuff, but he didn't plug his stuff at all. He no. just said he was doing a thing, but he didn't plug it. The thing that I That's think okay. he, he was admiring a kid talking about working with ADHD, I believe, right? Yeah. I just love when he got on stage. He was like, I like turtles. <laughs> no, well, because he uh, his birthday party was like the night before and he had like, mm -hmm. the you know, those Ninja Turtles that have been popping up in ads and stuff. Mm -hmm. They're like full like 90s costume. Okay. They were at his per birthday. You know what sucks is that he didn't even play Turtles inside. What? We have... Ninja oh, Turtle. he didn't go inside. He the didn't store. go in the store. Mm. He he's too he's too much. He can't go in the store. But okay. his people all went in the store, and they were like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, and we were like, "Yeah, that's what we've been telling you." <laughs> anyway, let's take another call. All right, Joe, it's Tooch. Was the bar with the meatballs in Orlando called Monkey Bar? If so, then we definitely may have eaten meatballs out of a chafing dish at the end of a bar off of a toothpick on a drunk Sunday night, possibly near each other or in passing. I can't believe we haven't talked about an Orlando connection. Sorry if this isn't usable for the podcast or congratulations to me if it is. 
Bye. <laughs> You've eaten the same balls. At yeah, I was, I was kind of okay when I listened to that. I kind of was picturing like a Lady in the Tramp moment mm. where you're like, "Dooch, dooch." <laughs> <laughs> Off of one end of the toothpick and the other. <laughs> what is it? Was it Monkey Bar? Uh, it wasn't for me. It was at a bar called Savoy. Savoy? Mm. Savoy? Oh, Savoy. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's a Saman baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's incredibly funny? I'm glad. We, thank God we we're talking about meatballs at gay bars again because mm -hmm. I noticed uh, the other day I was like, perhaps we should go to the Eagle. It's been a minute. And I was looking up what they are up to and um, they just had a meatball contests <laughs> which i'm pretty upset that nobody reaches out to me to taste these to taste the balls you're not welcome at yeah, that sort yeah. Of i'll put all my work in and they'll true. let me write in what do you mean actually based <laughs> off the thirst trap she just posted on the story on her stories on ig earlier mm -hmm. today mm -hmm. i think she might have a chance to, yeah. to go in there like i said i'll pop on the merkin walks my way in there you just gotta put the merkin on your chest <laughs> you know what i mean um. Yeah, I'm glad that Tooch was able to to bring that up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. But yours, your Orlando connection isn't Orlando. It's isn't Winter Park like totally different. Winter is Park it... is is like North Orlando, basically. Like how north? Like North Hollywood. I mean, we would on a weekend drive twenty minutes into downtown Orlando. Aha! Uh -huh. Got it. Mm -hmm. Um. All right, we got one more call. This one I have not heard yet. Hopefully, it's a good one. So let's let's take one more call. Thank you, Revenge Comics, for this really big opportunity to meet my favorite artists and to see the artists that help him make this comic book. Shout out to Kyle Higgins and Tristan Eaton. And I am really happy that I had the opportunity to meet Cuddy. He's one of my big motivations. His music helps me push through and keep going. And I really appreciate that you guys gave us an opportunity to see him and i loved your shop we'll be coming back very soon so thank you again for that hope to see you pretty soon thank you oh night. oh uh, what was that day and night Ooh. <laughs> um that was a nice little call that was a little precious yeah. yeah that was a precious one yeah that was a uh, cappy thank kathy, you kathy thank you for calling kathy we appreciate it um I like I like the audience feedback thing because who knows like I think everyone was satisfied but it's hard to tell. I mean it definitely seems like uh I I think most people were satisfied. Yeah. And and understanding. Based on the amount of hate mail we got after Scott Pilgrim versus <laughs> the amount of hate mail we got after this event, I would say it was a rousing success. It's fine. 100%. Yeah, we only got like one hateful message and I wrote back and they left me on red. Well, Ooh. Because well, it, it definitely didn't seem like that one was well, that, person that was legit. Yeah, lying, actually. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, what else do we want to talk about with this Moon Man event? Uh, like, um, do they want to know what Kid Cudi smelled like? I mean, I don't know. It smelled like weed. Did he? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, I just, everybody smelled like weed that yeah, night. Yeah, there was a lot of, there was a lot of weed. It's like I got a contact high. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Coral was like, she was in her element, just poof, poof. Just a brick wall up there. Now, who was the lady with me? The looker? The looker? Laura? Yeah, Laura. That, the Laura, witness? Laura, that looker. She was the CGC witness. Yeah, okay. Well, it was. I think it was like Kevin and Jordan. They were holding up the line. I think they were like taking their shit out. I was like, let's Ugh. fucking go. Move it. And she just like gasped. She's like, 
Please oh. tell me you know them. I was like, I've never <laughs> met these people in my life. But I'm trying to get done. Come she on. was so funny. Laura was like, I'm going to meet Kid Cudi today. So she like wore heels and so like, cute. she had lipstick on and earth. And well, she's an educator. So she came straight from school. Well, she's she was Mrs. Robinson in up that day because, you know, her other friend, also a teacher, was mm-hmm. like, oh, Jesus, oh, Coral. fuck my knee. Sorry, guys. Jesus. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, I was kind of trying to think, like, we don't have anything on the horizon that's, like, this big quite yet, mm-hmm. um, other than some fun stuff we're cooking up, so I was like, what would be our next, um, like, uh, dream collaborations for an Ooh. event like this? I was thinking, uh, I mean, you and I talked about it a little bit last night, but Paul Reiser is mm-hmm. writing, you know Paul Reiser? Mm-mm, tell me about he's him. The, he's the older gentleman. He was very quite uh, quite popular in the late 80s, mm-hmm. early 90s. Yeah. He, st- he was in Alien. He was like... Aliens. Aliens, sorry. He was like the bad guy in that, right? He was the company man. He worked for Whalen Utani. Oh, okay. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's actually writing uh an alien comic. It's a what if alien comic. Yeah, the the idea being that what if um oh man, I forget his character's name, but what if he succeeded? Yeah. Bringing it in acquiring an alien embryo. Yeah. So, um he's on my list because I think uh, not necessarily would be as big as a Kid Cudi per uh per se, but it would be I, I also think he co-wrote it with his son. Yeah, there's another right. riser on yeah. the on the docket there. Yeah, it's his son. They co-wrote it together. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then I had, and this one's uh shout out to Kenzie. This is like her dream, but um uh doing a holy roller signing with Andy Sandberg. That would be awesome. And Rick Remender and Joe Troman. When the uh when the book comes out. Yeah. But yeah. I'm gonna reach out to them and see if we can make that happen. Cool. Mr. Sandberg. Mm. I love hearing names I've never heard before. I'll you do don't better. know any of those people? No. If really? I had, if I had to pick someone for to come to the shop, it's be Tinian. Oh, I yeah. Just, I'm all about his shit. James Tinian. He doesn't um he doesn't restore any of our stuff. No, mm. but it, or one even day. look at it. One day. But he's friends. Uh, he's just he's on this like workout journey where he's getting skinnier and skinnier, and I'm like. I can tell you're on Ozempic from from one <laughs> you person. Don't know that. From one person who's on said drug to another, I could spot him. You you feel like you know, but you don't know. I don't know that, but I feel like I know that. <laughs> well, anyways, let him come through. We'll do a workout together. You just have to yeah. sign some of my shit. Yeah. <laughs> come on, you just gotta sign my something's called the children. And we'll do a pump. Oh, oh you yeah. know what we were just talking about the other day? Uh, something's killing the children is coming back in like April or May. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, and it's it's kind of exciting. It's a good. It'll be a, like a good jumping in point because it's yeah. gonna be five issues of like singular stories about. Um, oh no, I'm forgetting the character's name. Erica Slaughter. Erica Slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna be uh, between um, her joint, her her j- leading up to Archer's Peak. To say, I Scotty I gave me an earful yesterday. I think it's like a prequel, yeah. Really? Of yeah. all the mistakes she made, and to and well, not like all the mistakes, uh, all like the journey she made to get to the town, yeah, from where we started. Mm-hmm. Got it. I'm so ready. I'm actually two issues behind on some of these killing children. Ooh, like I was just saving them up, and then it ended, and then I haven't gotten back to it yet. Same mm-hmm. with that, and same with um, House of Slaughter. I have like two issues behind on that, and I didn't read Book of Book of Butcher or whatever it was called that came out. Butcher book. Butcher book. Book of butcher. Yeah, I haven't read any of that stuff yet. It's all in my box. Well, and free comic book day, there's gonna be uh Worlds of Tiny and single issue. Oh. 
because it's five years of something's killing the children. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I guess this is a good segue to talk about like what we're reading this week and what we're excited about. I don't know. I've got a list here of things, and I think all of us are excited about some of the similar things, but mm-hmm. there's some new shit coming out this week that I was really excited about that I read. Um, the first one is called The One Hand. Mm-hmm. It's written by Ram B. <laughs> Story of your life. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I mean? Uh, the one hand, it was very much like seven. Mm-hmm. Like it's like this detective who's like, um, it's his last day and he's retiring. And then this like um, serial murder case comes back and he's like, this is my case. And it's very seven esque. Okay. But what's interesting about this comic is that it's a two part comic. There's two concurrent comics that are coming out at the same time. Mm-hmm. One is called the one hand and the other is called the six fingers. And the one hand is the detective. Okay. And the six fingers is um the um the killer. It just sounds naughty to me, so I'll read it. Yeah. I forget the six fingers is is by a different It's a writer, different team altogether. But I, forget, I forget who it is. Yeah. It, it is another like pedigree person. I didn't write it down, but the mm. the one hand is it's like the one handed killer is like the killer. Um and then the six fingers is also the killer. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't read the six mm-hmm. fingers. The six fingers yet isn't out yet. Okay. It comes out like next week, I think. I think so. Or something like that. But anyway, the one hand was really good. Um, we get a new issue of Beneath the Trees. Ooh. Little teddy bear killers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, and Scott and I talked about this a little bit yesterday. Um, we were kind of lukewarm on the second issue mm-hmm. of it. You read the first and second issue, yeah. right? The first issue was awesome. The mm-hmm. second issue was like, eh. The third issue is awesome. It's like back to like that whole Dexter vibe. Hell yeah. And it's all about like um he's trying to like he had he's trying to um find the person that's the killer, you know? She she oh oh that's another thing. <laughs> I didn't realize until the end of the issue that mm-hmm. it was a she. What do you mean? <laughs> they call her Sam the yeah. whole time, and she wears Okay. Overalls? Wow. Oh, wow. No, she wears. Wow. Listen, she doesn't have any titties. What do you? You can look at her face, and that's a lady. I well now a li- that's a lady bear. That's a lady bear. Yeah. Okay, she's an anthropomorphic bear <laughs> that wears plaid tucked into her denim. So she's a lesbian. Move yeah. on. Okay, God. now I get it. But then I was like, wait a minute, because then at the end of the issue, somebody called her Samantha, and I was like, wait, what? Who's Samantha? <laughs> I just don't see gender. I only see male. Oh, great. <laughs> that explains so much. You know what I mean? Um, is there anything coming out that you're excited about? Do you even know what's coming out this week? I've been reading Somna. I'm in that. That oh, second one yeah. that came out, everyone go get it right now. Yeah, just, it's delicious. Oh, my God. <laughs> I sold um, a gentleman came in yesterday that is like all up on that um, distillery mm-hmm. um, dick. Oh, whoa. That DD. Up, he's up riding that distillery mm. dick. You know what I mean? Um, and he was like, give me Somna. And he ordered. <laughs> we had one copy of issue one left. It was a one in ten. He got that. And then he got the issue two, and I was like, oh, we've got all these different covers. Uh, and I was like, plus we got this poly bag. And he's like, what's that? And I was like, there's pussy on that cover. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he was like, oh, I don't, I don't need that one. And then we were going to check out, and he's like, actually, I'll take that one. Give me that. Give me that. <laughs> I was like, I know you want to see it. Did well, you see the poly bag cover? Uh, yeah. What do you mean? I sold it to someone. I said, please open it right now. Yeah. <laughs> what my favorite thing though, I sold one of those and I sold a Jimmy. Yeah. Which is a sandwich from Uncle Polly said you can get a revenge of. <laughs> Delicious. So I sell him this and then he goes into the other room 
sits down with his sandwich and starts reading this. And I'm like, God oh, damn, no. you're about to have a good time. <laughs> oh, no. Just eating some roast beef, reading Samba. <laughs> reading his polybag Samba. Reading his polybag oh, Samba. <laughs> no. It's the like children. a true hero. The children. Um, I will say, though, I didn't realize this, that Scott was telling me that all these um, distillery stories are only three issues. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. That's how they're... That's the, I. I think there is potential for some of them to continue, but mm-hmm. I, you know, out the gate, yeah. they're like beginning, middle, end. Yeah. Um, I was all excited to read Gone this week because I thought it was the first issue. And then I realized that the first issue already came out a while ago and I stopped reading it because it was boring. Oh. Because <laughs> I think you mean because it had words. Yeah. Well, I asked Jolene and she was like, it was boring. Mm. So, I don't know. There's lots of explosions. I don't explosions. know. Yeah, lots of people getting shot <laughs> not in the that, head. Not that Somna kind of explosion. Oh That's my true. God. Two different. Two different explosions. God right there. damn. <laughs> uh, yeah. What else is coming out this week? So, oh, the the final issue, the issue number four of Alien, the the run that's happening right now. The Declan Shelby run. Yeah. So, um, this is another thing Scott and I were talking about yesterday. Which normally I don't talk to Scott about comics because I like to save it for the stream. But I figured, you know what? Why not talk mm-hmm. to each other mm. for once. Um, but yesterday, yeah, we were talking about Alien, and I was kind of like, eh, about this Alien run. The one before was really good, and I think this is maybe the third run that I've read of Alien. And I think this is the third one written by Declan Shelby, if I'm So not I was a little eh about it, but the fourth issue was really good. Hmm. Like, I really liked the fourth issue. With those, would you recommend reading Alien or Predator versus Wolverine? Oh, those are totally... Okay, so yeah. Predator, the Predator runs mm-hmm. that are not predator versus wolverine mm-hmm. those are all really good really yeah okay. i've actually really enjoyed all of them um so far this okay. last two years and the alien ones i feel like um every time an issue one pops up you can just jump right in there's not really any usually they take place in a different time and whatever the only thing that is um uh that carries over is like the whaling yutani of it all mm-hmm. and then also like the alien the xenomorph yeah okay but um yeah this one was like a totally different story about like um lots of like androids shit like that but uh the fourth issue was really good super into it Mm -hmm. and scott agreed with me which no that never happens (laughs) so you know that's good um i'm trying to think of what else i read i also uh i read the red hood Mm -hmm. um the hill the hill it's like issue zero red hood is um uh jason todd he was robin and then he becomes Red Hood because he likes to murder. Or he like uses guns. Uses guns. And violent. He's violent. Is this DC? Should I yeah. when should, did... should I jump in? Yeah. Real quick. Please. So the Red Hood originally was Joker. Oh. oh. Originally he he uh like before he was a Joker, he was a criminal called the Red Hood. Oh. And Jason Todd was killed by the Joker after a uh poll went out in like the early 90s i believe and um it was <laughs> like a stripper pole no comic mm. fans had the ability to write in um to either save jason todd or let him die and they it was like a landslide they let him die damn and so uh, he was the replacement for dick grayson and people just did not like jason todd mm. and so they killed him he eventually came back in a catac- cataclysmic event and took the persona of joker from back in the day uh, the Red Hood. Okay. Um, there's also there's a sexy lady in it in this one. Who? Um, I can't remember her name, but well, she's like a. Well, she's a lady. Yeah, <laughs> you don't really have to remember her name. I don't think they gave her was a it, name. Was it Sam? 
Uh, no, it was something forgettable. No, she's like another um, uh, vigilante. Mm. Va- uh, sorry, vigilante. <laughs> it's not a uh, huntress, is it? No, 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 no. It was like um, it's like uh, sort of with an S. Ooh, describe describe her outfit. She has a fro. But then she, um, but then she has a braid when she's in her outfit, and her outfit's like blue, and it looks like um, armor. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we're talking about this woman way too long than she needs to be talked about. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I don't know. It was an issue zero, and uh, I see like, like I tend to enjoy the issue zeros because mm-hmm. I like a good like setup. Like, um, like I like to read a story that's like like explaining to me what the story is going to be. Versus jumping right into something, you're like, huh, what? Yeah. Huh? Um. So I enjoyed reading that. What else is coming out this week? Did I miss anything? Uh, to be to be honest, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Cool. Top of my head. What about you, Carl? Mm-mm. I saw what Kinsey was putting out, and it was just superhero, superhero, superhero shit. And I'm like, nah. Yeah. Give me that teddy bear killer. Give me that. That's all I'm probably bear. gonna read this week. Yeah. I mean, that's if I had to read just one thing, I'd probably read that. The one hand was like it was good, but it was also like a little confusing. How come? A little bit. I don't know, because it's like artsy. Oh, bleh. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about what we're watching. Okay. Because I, wa- I just had uh, two things that I personally wanted to talk about. I know okay. that we're going to talk about some other things a little later on. Oh, yeah. Um, for you. But, like, we finally finished uh, watching American Nightmare. Okay. What? Oh, okay. What do you think? It was pretty good. It fucks with you, right? Yeah. Because that whole time, I was like, these people are fucking nuts. Yeah. Especially, she did it. She's a gone girl. No, yeah, yeah. Especially when she just, with her bag, walks up to her dad's house, yeah. like, all calm. And I'm like, bitch, I'd be sprinting, yeah. screaming, cry, daddy, let me in. Which, I, you know, what's a dad? But anyways, that's another topic. Uh, I, yeah. What do, you, what, what do you think? What do you think? Um... Yeah, the whole time I was like, this lady is definitely gone girling, um, like, blah, blah, blah. Even when she was telling her story, I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is this documentary going to be one of those ones where it turns out that the the people that are talking to us on camera are actually actors? And then like, It felt scripted. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then I was like, her reactions are so genuine. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like, I don't know, it's very weird. What bothered me is, like, at the end, how connected he was with so much other shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, God damn, this guy's just been popping by, like breaking in houses with water guns. And I'm like, that's that's insane. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like um, um, how as far as like rapists go, he was pretty polite. <laughs> right. Which I hate to fucking say that that house he broke in and she was like, please. No. And he was like, OK, you're right. I'm going to leave. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Or that, I think that's the lady you're talking about where she was like, I've been raped before. And he was like, oh, I can't do this to you again. Not again. But like, like um, but why? Like he doesn't get off unless it's like someone's first rape. That, I you mean, know, <laughs> my other thing is like how long because he worked as an immigration lawyer mm-hmm. with uh, poor communities in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And so I just have to assume that that was his original predator pool. Yeah. 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 Which is like, makes you think like and where, they, yeah. Those, and that's a, you know, community that, do, that doesn't report crimes, mm-hmm. doesn't have a place to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no one, they, they breezed over that very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I wish that there was some murdering in the story, like from mm. a fictional, like from a storyline standpoint, yeah. like obviously I don't wish people were like murdered, right. but like it would have made it a little bit more interesting, you know? Mm. But it was still interesting. Um, serial rape is still interesting. Yeah. Well, 
We're also not laughing about rape because oh, it's not, not funny. No. But if you watch American Nightmare, it's just going to fuck with your head. Yeah. And it's so it's to the point where it's kind of comical more towards the police because they're fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. The, the surprisingly like the rape is not the central Mm-mm. central point of this series. Yeah. 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 So um so we watched that, which yeah. was uh which was good. And uh now we're on in this new kick. Uh we're watching on Prime, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I can't do it. Why? Because there is only one or one. Well, mm. actually there's mm. two mm. because the movie was based on a nineteen ninety six TV show. Uh huh. Oh, you that... might you might actually be really into this cast on this TV show. The TV show, the original show in nineteen ninety six was Scott Bakula. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. Uh, and Maria Bello. Do you know who that is? No, you don't know Maria Bello. No, I was born in the nineties. I don't know who that is. Yeah, okay, but I'll Maria Bello would be like you would you would uh scissor her for sure. I love that. That's a that's a word we're gonna use now. It's not my word. It's yours. Like you, God, I can't even remember her name because scissor is all that's going in my fucking head right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Damn it. Exactly. Maria Bello. Very famous lesbian. Uh, famously in a, no um, she was famously in a franchise was uh, called Fast and Furious, right? What is that? Wasn't she in a Fast and Furious movie? I don't think she was in Fast and Furious. Are you sure? Fast and Furious movie. Oh, God. Jesus. He has Coral. to take one, any opportunity he gets. Let me talk about Vroom. Oh my God! <laughs> you are so wrong. It's not even funny. Um. Uh. No. So Scott Bakula and Maria Bella. Scott Bakula was in uh Quantum Leap. He was in the uh. He was also in Beef, right? Was he in Beef? Now I don't. Now I don't know. I don't Maybe? know about that. I thought he was one of the because I saw the poster for it and I was like that guy was in Beef. No, because I don't. He, I don't think so. I'll look it up. I think so. Um, he was in Quantum Leap and then he was also. In um, Enterprise, the Star Trek show, Enterprise. Uh-huh. You don't know that one. No. <laughs> um, so anyway, there was that show in 1996. It only lasted for one season. It was 13 episodes. We watched part of the pilot last night. It was uh, very 90s, yeah. you know? Oh, Timothy Oliphant was in the pilot. You know who that is? Timothy? Yeah. No. Not Tim- God, damn God damn it. Also, I was wrong. That's not the same guy. I got someone else confused. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm I just- totally forgot. Scott Bakula was in Looking. Oh God, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Ooh. Um. So. Uh. Anyway, there was that show. Then there was the movie starring uh Brad and Angelina. Mm-hmm. Right. Great movie. Which Joe had never seen. What? So we watched it before. this weekend. It's a banger, ain't it? It's pretty good. Oh, you seem hesitant. It's fine. It's not as great as I remember. It's still mm-hmm. very good. But let me leave you with this little nugget. Mm-hmm. Um. How old do you think Angelina Jolie was when she made that movie? How old? I uh, I don't know, like thirty three. Let's let's start with uh with Brad real quick, actually. Brad Pitt. Yeah. How old do you think Brad Pitt was? I'm gonna. I don't know. Thirty five. He was. Well, now I don't know. Angelina Great. Angelina was thirty mm-hmm. years oh, okay. old, which is insane because yeah. she looks forty five. What in that? Just in that way that she has not. She just has a. Uh, an air about her that's mm-hmm. so much older, and like she plays this like housewife in it. And I guess ba- maybe back then, and this was two thousand five. Yeah, maybe back then, like um, uh, thirty year olds were more mature. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sitting across the table from a thirty year old, and she's like ten, twenty nine. So oh, so ask sorry. me in a couple of months. 
Um, and uh, Brad was what? He's like 13 years older than her. Yeah. Or 12 years something older than like her that. or something. So he was like 42, 43. Okay. Something that, like that. that dinner scene in the movie, though, I thought that was so good. Where she catches the wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're just awkwardly like eating. I'm like, oh. Yeah. So I'll tell you the... Um, the uh the new show mm-hmm. is more based on the original show which the movie was based on so like in the movie they're married to each other and they don't know that each other is a spy and then they find out right right in the original show and in the new show they're two spies that are put together to be married and then given um given missions but they don't know no no no, no. They, they do know they, do they know. both know that they're okay. spies and they both are put together to be a married couple for a working um, for one entity. Yeah. Okay. So it's much different than the um than the movie. Yeah. And that's uh Maya's the main she's Yeah, Maya the... Erskine. Okay. I yeah, I completely saw something different, I guess. So no, I probably will watch this it's because she's hilarious. Really good. And it's Donald Glover. Donald yeah. Glover and Maya Erskine. Nice. Okay. All right. Maya Erskine's awesome in it. Mm-hmm. Um she's I mean, she plays it pretty straight. Did you watch her in Pin 15? I did not watch Pen 15. Oh my God. I watched Casual, uh-huh. which she was in. That was a Hulu show. I don't think I saw that. Casual was really good. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. Really, really good. I think it's a Jason Reitman show, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, do you know who that is? Mm-mm. <laughs> this is just going to be one long segment where we call it, Do You Know Who That Is? Starring Coral. Do you know who that is? Me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jason Reitman. Son, oh, absolutely. Son of Ivan Reitman. Yeah. He wrote uh, Up in the Air. Yeah, he did. I remember reading that. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, really good. Uh, what are you watching on TV right now? So I did watch The Circle. Oh, you oh, did? Yeah. I started the first uh, season uh-huh. with, uh, uh, I can't remember her name, but it's the girl that plays Mercedes, the little catfish. You know what I'm talking about? No. I don't know if I watched the first season. We oh, watched. No. The oh, we first did. Season. It's the British girl is in it, right? I think so. Yeah, and she's the, um, she's the, like hot blonde British girl, the model. Yeah, and she's really funny. No, th- maybe this isn't the same season. I watched season one, uh-huh. and it the was, U.S. version. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the model got was the first one to get gone. Oh. And it was that girl that's like catfishing as Mercedes, oh. who was like doing all the plotting. It's it's not bad, but it's just you got to keep going a couple episodes, and then it'll hook you. Trust yeah. me. God, I probably just need to jump into a further season. Cause... The people are telling you. I mean, you can skip to a different season. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. In, in one of the seasons, somebody um joins the circle as Lance Bass. Okay, <laughs> but it's not Lance Bass. No, I couldn't imagine. It's his, that. It's it's his, his assistant. Yeah, it's his personal assistant. <laughs> I love that. It's pretty funny. And like and they're like, "Are you Lance Bass?" I don't know because there's no- he's right at that point where wasn't he hosting like the Barbie not Barbie, sorry, the Partridge family house or the Brady renovation show. I don't know. He was doing something. Yeah. It was interesting, but then a later season the Spice Girls are on it. Mm-hmm. Not playing themselves though. They're catfishing. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else are they gonna do now? <laughs> I know. They're like, yeah, we'll be mm-hmm. on the circle. God. Um, it's really funny, but what's interesting about it is there's uh there's lots of like uh twists in the later seasons that are mm-hmm. like really interesting the way that they do stuff. So um, and you know, the comments have already told you. The the reefers are telling you. Oh my god, these reefers. You know how many <laughs> shout outs to reefers we got at the Kid Cuddy event? No. Dozens. Not dozens. Weird. I didn't Probably sign like one thing. <laughs> I know. I, I didn't sign one thing either, but I took a lot of pictures. I yeah. did like you, six or seven pictures. You did sign one thing. 
Yeah, I signed that thing that Coral signed also. Yeah, someone someone had us had yeah. the that was for the that was two security guards. Yeah, our like security <laughs> guards. Wait, Dorian and what's Jay. his face? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. That doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't Gotta start count. somewhere, okay. Yeah, you know, I didn't count. even get to say hi to Dorian that night. Sorry. Just... What? <laughs> so okay. funny about him. He uh, after the ship. He was like, thank you so much. And then came in and gave me the biggest hug. And I was like, Dorian, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> Don't touch me. He's so sweet, but I just, I don't know him. And so for him to do that, I was like, wow, we're really doing at the, uh, at the end of the event, it was so funny because like most of the people had left, but Jordan Bloom was there and he came up uh, um, famously of Patton and Jordan. Mm -hmm. And we were talking and then there was these people like waiting behind him. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were talking and I was like, oh, can I help you? And they're like, can we get a picture? And they like pushed Jordan out of the way <laughs> and took a picture with me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is my moment. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh God. Um. So wait. So you watched the circle. What else okay. are you watching? I'm really into Love on the Spectrum right yeah. now, yeah. the uh, American version. Yeah. I just finished season two. Which, if you don't want to watch it, all you have to do go to season two, watch the last episode. God damn it, that's funny. Mm. It's so funny. One of the characters is named uh, Danny. Yeah. And she is like so into like, she has to find a partner that does animation, has an animation studio. Oh, like, I know her. Okay. Yeah. I watched the first season. Okay. Well, she gets over that because I guess she gets too fucking horny. And <laughs> <laughs> so she settles. And on this date, she brings cupcakes oh, and they're no. in Echo Park. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they just got on paddling with the swans. Busts out these cupcakes and she's like, We're gonna practice. And he was like, Oh, okay. Him thinking, I'm just gonna eat this fucking cupcake. They're just slow licking intent, like, like, oh. like they're practicing eating each other out. Exactly. On the cupcake. On the cupcake. <laughs> and so hold on the cupcake, they get done, and she like looks at him and is like, All right, now let's let's practice on each other. Oh my god. <laughs> this camera crew just has to have seen some fucking shit. Oh my god. <laughs> because they're like li literally face to face, just licking each other. And he's like, how am I doing, Teach? And I'm like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> wow. Well, um, <laughs> watch. Now that Coral's described eating out a cupcake to us, I feel like we should move on um, to a segment we like to call Coral's Corner. Ooh. Okay. So we're going to talk about something that I now love more than the UFC. I went and saw a very mm, artistic, very thought through. I'm surprised it's not one. What do y'all call them? Grammy? Oscar Awards. It was Mean Girls. Gra oh, my God. <laughs> Grammy Oscar Awards, she says. Um, okay, continue. Absolutely. You know it's a musical, right? Oh, I found out real quick. Okay. And they start off strong. The first, like, two minutes when they were singing, I was like, what the fuck is this? But then it's very tasteful. Oh. Uh, yeah. We both, me and Molly were the only two fucking people in there. About slid out of our damn seats, just gone. Because you were so wet? It was awesome. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you saw the photos I sent. I know. You sent me. Okay. Coral sent me pictures of uh, titties. Yeah. I was on mm -hmm. that. Oh, sorry. Uh, of titties <laughs> yeah. from the movie. And my first thought was, this bitch is taking pictures in the theater. <laughs> but I suppose if you were the only, only two. two. No, yeah. We're fine. Yeah. Okay. I normally, I have great movie etiquette. 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 Yeah. Okay. Big word, you know. Uh -huh. uh, but I've never seen titties on a screen that big. Oh I was like, God. what a moment. <laughs> I really feel like I just had like a gay awakening. A, another yeah. one? Another one. Another one? Yeah. Oh my God. It was it was pretty incredible. Uh Renee Rapp, Jesus. Who? Renee Rapp. 
<laughs> she could just wrap those legs around me like a face hugger and we'll just oh, no. Jesus. You know what the face hugger does though? It's got a little slit opening. Yeah. And then yeah. it puts a little thing down. Oh, your throat, I know what she's gonna deposit- do. Okay. I know exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> I need to reach out to her, ask tell her come by. You ever been with someone with unlimited tokens? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna treat you right. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay, so now are you a musical theater fan now? Whatever she, yeah, well, I want to follow her journey. <laughs> Wherever she goes, I will follow. Did Did you watch the Sex Lives of College Girls? Who? It's a comedy on. Uh, she She's the lead actress in a comedy show on <laughs> HBO Max. <laughs> that one's real horny. That's a great show. She probably actually shows her titties in that. Oh my god! No, but there's a lot of lesbian lesbian activity in that show. Oh. Sex Life of College Girls. God damn! I think it's on Showtime, right? HBO. HBO. HBO Max. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I'm now like, this is who I am now. This She's my whole personality. <laughs> Your whole personality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you got Fort, that. Fortnite and Renee Rapp. <laughs> I didn't even know um, this Renee Rapp was a um, singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, she, obviously she's a singer from the, the musical, but... She was in the Broadway production that okay. shut down for COVID. That was going to be my question. Did she originate the role? I do not think she originated it, but she was in the role when it shut down for COVID. Huh. Um, I got to be honest with you. I have little to no desire to see Mean Girls. You have to. But I just, because I know what, look, you may not like it, but you're going to feel what I felt in a way. <laughs> I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. Because uh, <laughs> they show her in the cafeteria. You remember, you've seen the original Mean Girls. Of course. Okay. And they're in the cafeteria and they're talking about the jungle scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, the movie was similar to the old, mm-hmm. but in just yeah. random parts. Mm-hmm. But when they show her in the cafeteria with her opening scene, I kill me. You okay, me. you did this hand movement when you said opening scene that oh, I'm mimicked spreading legs. In. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um I mean, okay. I wasn't like I wasn't writing the movie off right away, mm-hmm. but then I saw the trailer and I was like, no thank you. No, the trailer looks bad. I I I got less excited for it after the trailer came out because I felt like they were lying to it us. It was just rehashing mm-hmm. the you trailer know. the trailer feels like a lie. Yeah. I would like to cut a deal. Uh, if you watch Mean Girls, I will give you three Fast and Furious movies. Whoa. Shut the fuck up. I'm going right now. Do it. Big um, screen, baby. There's a couple <laughs> of reasons why I am a little turned off by uh, the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Busy Phillips. You you got along with Busy. I yeah, kind of. Yeah, you I, did. I did. So Busy Phillips plays the, the mom. She plays the Amy Poehler character. She's like the cool mom. Oh, you don't like her? What's wrong with her? Well, we did her talk show. I des- I designed the set for her talk show on E! several uh-huh. years ago, um, Busy Tonight. Mm-hmm. And it was like a fine experience. It was cool. It was actually executive produced by Tina Fey. So she was there. I worked with her. Mm-hmm. Um, we held hands. You did? Okay. No, we didn't. But oh, we, okay. talk- we talked <laughs> to each other quite a few times. Nice. Yeah. Um, It was a fine experience, but the whole thing, the the whole set was... They were trying to be um, very female forward, which mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. You know, I'm here for it. Um, but it was like militarized. Uh, how do I put this? Militant. Like, it was like a militant female forward. Like they would like they would members of the crew would like at at the men when they walked by. What the it, fuck? It did. It that literally happened to me. Really? So yes. 
I was in a meeting and they said, uh, and someone was like, oh, we have, we're a whole uh, crew of females, except for a few. Ew. At, like me and the lighting guys. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> God, I would, that makes me upset. I would punch them real quick. For it you. was weird. And like, I don't know. It was, it was, a, it was a fun show to work on. The, the, the set was really cool. And mm-hmm. like some of the things we were doing was really cool, but I felt like the, the message was so, I don't know. Well, I can't. I can't speak to everything, and I don't want to speak too much out of turn. But I'm just telling you my personal experience. Well, to be honest, I didn't care for her as the mom. Yeah. I think they should have had uh, Lindsay Lohan and uh, Rachel McAdams play the moms. Yeah. Oh, that would have been fun. They yeah. had it, which I didn't know Lindsay Lohan was in the movie. Yeah, apparently there's a cameo in there somewhere. Yeah, well, she is the. Remember when they're doing the mathathon? Yeah, she's the one that leads it. Oh, uh, that's and cool. it was like the limit does not exist. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard that there was like a fire crotch joke in it that Lindsay Lohan got pissed about. I don't know. There's... I I think they took out a bunch of the jokes, like the gay jokes uh-huh. and all. And I'm like, why? Is I... Daniel Frazisi in it? Frazisi? Which one was that? He was the gay one in the original. No, they uh they got someone else. Oh. No, I know yeah. they they got someone else. Obviously, he's not gonna put. <laughs> he's, he's probably in there somewhere. Yeah, I would he hope doesn't. So. He doesn't look very similar. He's no. a big old bear now. Obviously, like his hair is like shorn. He did this nude scene in um, looking. looking, and I don't know if it was actually him nude, but he had a big old honker honker do. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Well, there's not a single honker do in this movie. Not so. seeing it. Come on. <laughs> not seeing not it. Not even for three Fast and Furious. Okay, you're we right. We cut a deal. All right, but. Uh, we can't go see this for a few days, though. But wait, at the earliest. If, but three Fast and Furiouses aren't going to get you to when it starts to get really good. Well, that's that's what? the that's the that's, hook. Then yeah. we're going to have to jump into Twilight. Twilight. Uh, I just passed out. Oh my god, you bleached little asshole! I swear. <laughs> oh, I'll show you a bleached little asshole. God damn it! Um, but aside from. Uh, the two reasons why you liked the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, like overall, did you actually like the movie? Yeah, it was kind of funny. I it was a lot more funny. It funnier, yeah, than I thought it was gonna be. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't mind the musical numbers, uh-huh. especially the one at the Halloween party. Y'all oh. got that's the pictures y'all got. <laughs> but uh, do you remember Karen? I can't remember who plays her in the original. It's Amanda, Amanda Seyfried. Okay, uh, they made Karen like too fucking dumb. Oh, and I can't. Say never mind, but yeah, they just made her really dumb. Yeah, and I was like, I that just feels kind of disrespectful yeah. a little bit, even for me. I was like, this you kind of <laughs> suck. Yeah. But other than that, um, yeah, I did enjoy it. I'd watch it again. We were kind of thinking, like, man, how many times is Tina Fey gonna go back to this well? But good on <laughs> good on her. Yeah, yeah, good on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Milk those little titties. Mm. I mean, she could. This could be a ticket to an EGOT for oh, Tina Fey. Did she get a Tony for this, for Mean Girls? I think Mean Girls, it at least got nominated. Huh. But, uh, huh. Grammy? Huh. I, I can't wait to hear Coral's review of Madam Web in a couple of weeks. Man, I, I'm i going to see it, but that tra- those trailers look like shit. Yeah. And you know, in the theater, they showed like uh, an extended one. Uh-huh. It looks so bad. Like yeah. uh, it reminds me of kind of like Aquaman. It looks really cheap. Yeah, but how like remember in Aquaman where they're coming out in their costumes, or when he finds his mom and she's just wearing rubber bones. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Like, what DC? You can't afford to get an actual suit. It looks so bad. Yeah. Uh, th- talking about that just reminded me that Joe and I actually rented this weekend and watched The Beekeeper. 
<laughs> with Jason Statham, and it was like, um, it was like a fast, it was like take a Fast and Furious movie, but take all the be- uh, all the good stuff out of it, and all that's left is like, um, is just like this empty action movie that, like, I- at one point I turned to Joe and I was like, was this written by AI? Because like every other line was like, um, a B euphemism, which mm-hmm. you have learned about now. Yeah, uh, the word euphemism. Um, it was like. He was like, I need to protect the hive. Constantly. Like, constantly. That's, I don't like that. He did that in the Meg. You ever seen, did you watch the Meg? Uh, yes. Okay, well, he does the same thing and he talks, and the Meg too, that's all he kept talking about. I didn't see the Meg. We that. have to get the shark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one thing, but he, he kept like being like, um, I don't know. It was, it's, it's hard to explain. It's, it's so bad, but then it, like people are like, oh, it's good. Hmm. But the action was fine. That it action was, was fine. Cool. It wasn't. He just he just went around and fucked people up. It's it's a straight up John Wick ripoff. Yeah. Like basically, you know, in John like which you won't watch because of the dog. Mm-hmm. But like in the first movie, the dog gets killed and he just goes on this rampage. Spoilers. Well, in spoilers, sorry, <laughs> in Beekeeper, spoilers. He's got this old lady that he hangs out with, and she. This is all in the trailer, by the way. Yeah. Like. Oh um, really? Yeah. The whole thing is in the trailer up to even when the, he kills the um the one guy with the that he cuts the fingers off yeah. in the car that's in the trailer also um Josh Hutcherson plays like the big bad what <laughs> and, and I won't even reveal the the f- stupid crazy part about who he is in the movie but yeah. talking about PETA yeah PETA oh my god he's the big bad <laughs> not my PETA not my PETA um but uh, in the trailer they tell, tell you like this old lady that he's friends with she gets <laughs> scammed on her computer and these uh, bad guys steal all her money and then she kills herself so then he goes in like straight up suicide yeah she just shoots herself in the head because no, all no. her money got stolen yeah she doesn't she not doesn't... even her money a charity's money that she works for yeah and instead of like that doesn't make any sense instead of coming up with a solution she just kills herself it was she just pulled wild. out a glock and shot herself in the head so was wh- it a glock or it was yeah yeah wasn't it? i don't know it's a shiny big old gun it was wild uh, yeah and then he's like i'm gonna kill everybody but where are the bees Oh well, he, oh, he is a beekeeper. Well, he keeps bees like as a thing, but then okay. he's he's a beekeeper. He's part of a this society of secret agents, which we somethings. didn't even get a name for it. I assume it's the, the hive, bee, the hive. But yeah. like, and he's a beekeeper. Yeah, but he's also actually a beekeeper. Yeah, like he actually throws honey at one of the bad guys, <laughs> and it hits them in the face, and it's flammable, and then the bad guy like burns alive the honey is flammable yeah remember when when the new beekeeper lady shows up and she's got that giant gun in her truck and he threw a jar of honey at her face yeah and the honey hit her and then she exploded well she or he lit her on fire he he got the gas he got sorry yes okay semantics but anyway he hits her with a jar yeah he uses honey as a weapon speaking of which and this coral's corner has gone completely off the rails but speaking of which Let's just end Coral's Corner right there. <laughs> Speaking of which, today a, a trailer for Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey 2 came I out. I saw that. And it actually <laughs> looks pretty good. The first one was actually supposed to be kind of good, right? I don't I guess, but the second one looks like they got a lot more money to do it. Mm-hmm. I am probably gonna watch that. Yeah. Like the trailer, it doesn't look bad. No, it's stupid because it's fucking Pooh Bear walking around. <laughs> yeah. And he actually he has pants on, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, of course he You're does. You're not Pooh Bear in it. Come well, on. It's Donald Duck in it. You don't say Pooh Bear in it. I don't say Donald Duck in it. It's always I'm Pooh Bear in it. 
Okay. Well, tomato, tomato, I suppose. <laughs> um, but uh, Winnie the Pooh, the first one, is mm-hmm. out on uh, streaming somewhere. I think it's on like Peacock or the something. Peacock? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I really want to watch it, but after seeing that uh, trailer, I'm like, maybe I do. I mean, in, in other horror news, you know, the third installment of The Terrifier I started know. filming. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Terrifier 2? Yeah, it's fucked that up. That shit's Ooh. fucked up. It's really fucked up. Shay hasn't seen it yet. I, I'm like, what are you talking what about? What the hell is he doing? Do yeah. Mr. Jalalo hasn't seen it? Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Giallo himself watching every goddamn horror movie. He's not seen Terrifier 2. And I'm like, what? It's Remember so when I sat you guys down? I sat Joe and Joe down and I said, I rented a movie for us. And like we watched it and they were like, what did you make us watch? <laughs> and there's that scene. There's that scene in the bedroom where he yeah. just keeps murdering that bitch. Oh, that, God. It was so... That was and there was the evisceration. Yeah, where he like rips her scalp off, and then he's like rubbing le- lemon juice on it. Like what? <laughs> it's so dumb, but I love it. It's actually pretty, pretty scary. He's pretty scary. Yeah, pretty scary. Yeah, it's kind of scary. There's a lot of horror movies coming out. Yeah. I think this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff. Um, well, I, we haven't been to the movies in a minute because we've been, been too so, busy. We've been so busy doing cool stuff for all these people. You know. We used to go on Monday nights, but now we do cut podcasts. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, we didn't get to go see Godzilla. We didn't even go see Godzilla minus one. Fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Um, I have been tempted to smash that rent button on Aquaman two a couple times. Ew. But it's twenty bucks. Don't pay for it's it. It's twenty bucks. It'll yeah. be out on HBO Max soon. I know. God damn. Why is it twenty bucks? Well, that's what they do. Is they put it out. Well, the beekeeper. The beekeeper was twenty bucks also. But that because that's because it came and did out. Did we learn anything? Yeah, we learned our lesson on that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but and I was like, man, why is this on streaming only two weeks after it was released? But it, Beekeeper did make more, or it unseated uh, Mean Girls. Really? It came out. Yeah, it was number one. Oh. And Mean Girls dropped to number two. Mm, I don't believe that. Yeah, but Argyle is like, uh, is real sucking it up right now. Appar- what do you mean, like bad? Uh, well, apparently it's terrible, but it it was a huge bomb. Yeah, and I didn't realize it was an Apple movie. Yeah, yeah, they're screwed. Damn, I forgot to show you all the picture. I'll get it later. I took a picture with uh, the Dua Lipa sign at the movie theater. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's the other thing is Dua yeah. Lipa is like in the movie, mm-hmm. and it's a huge bomb, and like people are like, "But she like, I hope she keeps Which movie? acting." Argyle. Oh, re- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's all the news that. That she wrote right mm-hmm. there. Um, anything else coming out anytime soon? That I don't know. About? Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. No, I like. I'm waiting for the new Strangers movie. That's oh, what I'm Jesus. waiting for. That doesn't even have a date. I thought it did. This I, year, it says this year. Yeah, well, this year I'm going to be waiting. All right, fine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I have some speculation. Yeah. Uh-huh. The title for the next Beetlejuice movie has come out. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Does that mean Beetlejuice? 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 Oh, like there's gonna be a third one. Probably. I mean, that's that's the thing, right? Yeah, because you say it three times. Yeah, it would make sense. Are y'all excited about that? No, no. Okay, I, I don't know. Uh-huh. It, I mean, Catherine Harris back, right? Yeah. Listen, I haven't been excited for a Tim Burton movie since like Batman Returns. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh. you know, I I think once um, was it Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Or just planet, his Planet of the Apes? It was so just Planet, planet of the Apes. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Then he started just pumping them out, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Alice in Wonderland, Dumbo. Mm-hmm. Was Dumbo oh. him? Well, that was his, uh, that's his deal with Disney. Yeah. Because he signed with Disney long, like, not long after that. He's like Frankenweenie and Corpse Bride and all these animated bullshits. I will say Corpse Bride was pretty great. Yeah, what are you talking about? 
Frank and Weenie Corpse Bride. Those that are good. Sucks. That's f- oh. Did you, you even watch them? No. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I watched Corpse Bride probably. I like them. It sucks. And those the, ones are good. The Chocolate Factory. Hell yeah. Even mm. like Nightmare Before Christmas. I can't see that again. People have ruined that. That's true. I yeah. can't do that. I no. saw the last time I saw that was like 15 years ago at the uh, the Disney Theater on Sunset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or on Hollywood Boulevard. Right. Best best viewing. Last viewing. Yeah. Good to go. You mm-hmm. know what it is? When I think about Nightmare Before Christmas, all I see is like is like bad Jack Skellington tattoos. Yeah. That's all I can think of. It's the merchandise. It's yeah. so fucking tacky. Yeah. And I'm, There's just uh, everywhere. Also, like when they um have you have you done Disneyland here? Not here, no. Um well it's probably the same in Orlando, but like the the stupid haunted mansion Christmas themed Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like we've gone on that a couple of times and it's just like I can't anymore uh, i can't no. even look at these characters anymore like i was i straight up said we're not going to sell nightmare for christmas merch in our store when we opened and then we realized that we enjoy making money so that we can <laughs> pay you guys yeah there's and, people out there that'll buy yeah that they always buy it so whatever we did mm. it but what are you gonna do well i feel like at that point at this point we've uh we've covered everything we need to cover we'll mm-hmm. see you next time Shh.